I just kind of was paddling and thought, hey, what if I made a fundraiser out of literally what I am standing on? (laughs) Maddie LeBlanc is one of those inspirational young people who make you wonder why you wasted so much time in your late teens. In addition to being a university student and an up-and-coming paddleboard racer, Maddie's the organizer of Onboard, a 10-kilometer fundraising SUP event that raises money and awareness for cancer. She joins me on today's episode of Talk SUP. Stay tuned. This is the Talk SUP podcast with your host, Dan Dakin. Maddie, thanks so much for joining me today. Welcome to Talk SUP. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. So um, this is uh, this is an event that, you know, I was fortunate enough to take part in um, last year. And uh, uh, and I'm extremely excited to chat with you a little bit about Onboard and, and how this kind of all came about. So um, first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, how, how old are you? Where are you from? And uh, um, and then we'll kind of get into this event. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my name is Madeline LeBlanc. <laughs> I'm 20 years old. I am from Welland, Ontario, Canada, and I'm currently in my third year of environment and resource studies at the University of Waterloo. And I absolutely love stand-up paddleboarding, <laughs> which is why we're here talking today. So. <laughs> and and I guess that's it was it was sort of your love for for stand-up paddleboarding that ultimately was the was sort of the genesis of this onboard fundraising event right tell me tell me how onboard even got started yeah for sure um so back in uh oh man how old was i um okay it was 2007 i was about 10 years old um my parents and i we were up north we were at sable beach and we were just sitting on the beach just kind of chilling out and we saw these two guys come up and bring these huge paddle boards into the water. And I remember like looking over at these guys and saying, wow, like those are really cool. Like what are those? Um, so after when the guys came back from their paddle, my mom encouraged me to go up to them to ask like what those things were. So I was really scared. I was <laughs> like I was only 10 years old. So me going up to these two guys was like huge. <laughs> and, um, so I asked them, I said, what, what are those big giant boards? And they said, uh, oh, these are stand-up paddle boards. Would you like to try them? And as soon as they asked me to try one, I just, I was so excited and over the moon happy to be getting on a board. And so that was the first time I actually stepped on a paddle board and was introduced to the sport, which was like crazy. That, that moment right there, I begged my parents to buy a board after that so that really like kind of lit the spark I guess <laughs> for stand-up paddle boarding in my life it's kind of funny that 10 years later it's still it's still the same way I feel like so many people get into stand-up paddle boarding because they see somebody else <clears throat> excuse me they see somebody else out on the water and they say hey can I try that or or we as paddle boarders see somebody kind of you know asking questions about it and say hey Go ahead, try it. Take the board out and try it. It's it's sort of unique to stand up paddleboarding, where uh, you know you kind of hand your board over to somebody just because you know they're going to like it, right? I yeah, I could not agree with you more. I think like 
I look back at that moment now and how huge that moment was for me. Like when I was a kid, it didn't really seem big at all. Like it just kind of felt like, oh, okay, this is another sport that I really want to get into. Like I was a very athletic kid and I loved to try everything. And I look back now and think, wow, like just that one moment had a huge impact on my life. And I think that's so amazing about the sport in general. Yeah, just, like you said, like getting people on boards, it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. you, you got started on, on paddle boards uh, basically 10, 10 years ago as a, as a 10-year-old. Um, I know you were pretty young even when, when you launched on board. So how did, how did you get that off the ground? Yeah, so um, back in 2011, I lost two friends of mine to cancer. Um, Lynn Lambert was the first friend that I lost. Uh, she was my next-door neighbor. Uh, literally lived like the next door, like right beside me. Um, she was a local high school teacher at Welland Centennial High School, and she was a French teacher. Um, and she passed away March 13th, 2011, due to a rare form of skin cancer. And then later on that same year, my second friend, so Julia Turner, uh, she was one of my classmates. Uh, we went to high school together. In grade nine, she was in my drama class. Um, amazing, beautiful young lady. And uh, she passed away on December 23rd, 2011, due to a really aggressive brain tumor. I believe it was glioblastoma. Um, So because of their two deaths, it really hit me hard. Like losing two people in the same year was so traumatic. I I can't even put into words (laughs) how, how awful that was. And just this feeling that you couldn't do anything and all you could do was just sit back and and watch these people suffer. It was just, it was horrid. Um, So uh, about a year later, I bought my first stand-up paddle board and later on that following summer. So the summer of 2013, uh, I took my board out for a paddle one day and uh, my dad, he was riding his bike beside me on the canal. So it was a lot of fun, like having family there. And the idea of on board just kind of popped into my head. I just kind of was paddling and thought, hey, what if I made a fundraiser out of literally what I am standing on? (laughs) And uh, yeah, I I don't know where it came from. I just think in the moment when I was paddling, just being out in the environment and on the Welling Canal, which is flat water, was just so peaceful. And I just kind of felt like, hey, this would be a really cool way to give back to my friends who have given so much to my community and why not do something for them? Um, oh, so that's, that's incredible. Yeah. The idea. <laughs> and in, so 20 was 2013 the first year that you did it or, uh, or is it the, the next year, 2014? Yeah. So 2013, the idea kind of came to mind and later on that same year, I brought it up to my parents I was really nervous to tell them about my idea because I didn't know if it was crazy. And in 2013, I would have been 16 years old. So I thought, Oh, like maybe I'm too young. Like I'm not old enough to host a fundraiser. Like that's a lot of responsibility. But then every time I just kept getting back out on the water on my slipboard, I thought, okay, I have to tell my parents my idea. I got to get it out there and I want to do it. And I want to do it now. So after I told them about the idea, in the fall, they said, yeah, like, why not do it? Like, let's set it up for next summer. So then in 2014, that's when I was able to launch the fundraiser. 
for the wow. first time. Yeah, and so yeah, I guess at that point you were you were what seven seventeen years old uh, when you when you held your first onboard fundraiser, right? Yes. Yeah. That, it's incredible. It's just it's it's amazing to hear a story like that. Um, you know, to to see a young person doing something for such a great cause. I mean, not only to raise money, but to raise awareness, and also just doing this. You know, in memory of two pe- people who are uh, so close to you. So, um, mm-hmm. so it, it, w- well done. Congratulations. Uh, you know, it's such just such an amazing thing and such an inspiring thing for not just young people, but for uh, you know older people like myself and, uh, and others uh, <laughs> to know that, uh, you know, that you can kind of make a difference. So it, tell me about the reaction, you know, when, when you hold these things um, and, and just the reaction from the community, um, what's, what's the response been like? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Um, wow. I, I don't even know if I could put into words what the response has been like every single year, so many new people reach out to me and I get to meet so many amazing people who tell me their story and how they've been impacted by brain cancer or any form of cancer or um, how they knew Julia or Lynn and by them like seeing this event and when it gets hosted every year, they think it's amazing because they're like, Hey, this is a really cool way to give back to two people in our community. Um, I think what else is really cool is about how many more people are interested in the sport. Um, every time somebody asks me like, Oh, like what is stand up paddleboarding? I go on this whole rant about it cause I love it so much. Um, but then like a year or two later, they'll get back to me and they'll be like, Hey, like I just bought my first set board or where can I go get a board? And it's just, it's amazing. Um, I, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the response is it's insane. I, I love it every year. Yeah. So new. Yeah. And I hear so many new things. It's awesome. That's great. Now I, I know that, uh, in the past in in previous years, it's always been held, uh, during the week. And, and that's only because of how busy the Welland international Flatwater center is. And we'll talk about that venue in a minute, but, um, Tell me about this year, because I know you've got some really exciting things, uh, some big changes. And uh, uh, so tell me what the what the plan is for this year. When is it and uh, and who are you hoping to to get out? Yeah, for sure. Uh, So this year on board is going to be on Sunday, July 2nd. So as you just mentioned, it's actually not on a weekday this year. It's on a Sunday. Um, So because it's on a Sunday this year, the location also has changed. So it'll be starting at the Penn Financial Credit Union Flatwater Community Center. (laughs) What a mouthful. (laughs) So uh, the address for that is actually 108 Thorold Road. So it'll still be Welland and it'll still be on the canal. Um, And it's basically the same route as previous years. It's just kind of backwards. Like the starting point is what the old halfway point used to be. Um, so that's a pretty big change and I'm actually really excited about that. I think it'll be really cool. Um, what yeah, that new add? date, ha- having mm-hmm. it on a Sunday, um, w- what kind of response have you, have you heard? Um, I also, I, I believe it's on, it's, it's on the calendar for the Ontario sub series as one of kind of the, the sort of official, uh, charity events. So, um, what's the response been like for, for this year? Oh, absolutely amazing. <laughs> so many more people are saying that they can come this year. Um, a, a few people have been saying uh, it conflicts with Canada Day, which is a little bit unfortunate. And 
um, this was the only day I could get on a weekend. So um, that's kind of the only downfall. But other than that, with it being on a Sunday, a lot more people can come out. Um, A lot of people before would say that they had to work because it was on a weekday. And it's great that a Sunday is kind of more available for everyone. So (laughs) it's been good. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, I think that'll make a big difference with how many people come out, and uh, and I mean, I, I know that this event has grown every year, and uh, um, I, I mean, I'm excited for it as well, and and I'm excited to see some of the other paddlers in Ontario being able to take part in it this year. So that's kind of neat. But uh, now we should mention. Uh, so you did say the Welland Canal, and uh, for anyone who doesn't know, there's the Welland Canal, the the shipping channel where all the large vessels go and travel between Lake Erie and Lake Ontario uh, in order to sort of bypass falls. Thankfully, that's not where we're going to be, right? Uh, this is the Welland yep. Recreational, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Welland Recreational Canal, uh, which is one of the original routes that now is this incredible uh, waterway in, in Welland. So tell me about that, uh, that, that venue and, you know, just how how good of a paddling spot that is because I know it's it's right in your backyard I know you spend a lot of time on it why should people be interested in the in the uh, the Welland Recreational Canal mm-hmm. yeah so as you mentioned I absolutely love the canal um, it is the perfect place for everybody to come and paddle because um, for me it was the place that I was able to learn how to stand a paddleboard on the water in a very safe environment. The canal's not very wide. Um, some like bends and turns it is, but for the most part, it's fairly straight and um, it's, it's all flat water. So like for some people I know learning in a lake can be very intimidating because you've got like waves and, and currents. And, you know, if it's a really windy day, you'd rather go surfing, right. Than, <laughs> than stand up <laughs> paddle boarding. But for the canal, if it's a windy day, you just kind of, have to face the wind head on a little more, but it's not going to create many waves and it's not as intimidating. So I love it because for on board, not only do I want paddlers to come out, I want new people to come out as well to get into the sport. So it's the perfect place for everybody to get on a board and to not feel intimidated and to just try it out for the first time. Like I, I think it's awesome for that. Perfect. And I guess that location there, uh, the Penn Financial um, Community Center, that's actually where the city of Welland rents out boards as well, right? So if people don't have boards, they could rent them out that day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So um, how it'll work is there is the 10-kilometer course, so people can come and paddle the whole 10K. And if they want to rent out a board from the city, they can do that there. Um, But also, though, if they just want to try out a board and they still don't have a board, Osmosis will bring some SUP demo boards to try out so they don't have to rent one out and they can just try one out for free. But if you want to paddle the 10K, I would suggest renting out a board. Yeah, and, and I guess we should mention Osmosis. They're they're a brand right out of Niagara here. They're in Port Dalhousie, and they are big supporters of uh, of paddling in uh, in Niagara and in Ontario. And mm-hmm. you've had a you've had a pretty good uh, relationship with them over the years. And and I guess they've been one of the supporters of your event for a number of years, right? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Osmosis has been there for me through. Uh, thick and thin they were with me at the very start they were actually my very very first sponsor 
Um, I was very intimidated to call them when I first started this fundraiser. And I'll never forget that phone call talking with Daryl. Um, he picked up the phone. I told him about what I wanted to do. I literally said, like, just straight up, I don't have any sponsors. Would you like to sponsor me? And right away, he just said, yep, let's do it. Why not? And so since day one, they've been there and they help out a lot every year. And I am forever grateful for them. They are absolutely amazing. Yeah, what a great partnership that is there. So, uh, yeah, that, that's fantastic. Thanks so much to, uh, to, mm-hmm. to Osmosis for that. Um, now, yeah. if people want to get registered or they want to learn more about uh, Onboard, where do they go? Yeah, okay. So I don't have a website, but I do have a Facebook page. And on the Facebook page, there is a link to the event page, as well as um, there's a link to another site called Paddle Guru. So Paddle Guru, you can register for onboard there if you would like to paddle, just so I know. Um, If you don't register, it's no big deal. You can just shoot me a message or even a text and just say, hey, I want to paddle. It's just an easy way for me to keep track of how many people are coming out. Um, But it's not too formal. There's no registration fee, so it's free. Um, What else? Oh, I do have a donation website, though, which you can find on my Facebook page. And it leads you straight to the Canadian Cancer site. And from there, you can donate. And all of the money goes to brain cancer research. Yeah, and, and I guess we should mention too that yeah, there is no no registration fee, but this is a fundraiser, and uh, and I suppose any any donations that you get uh, from either people taking part or or just wanting to support it, I'm sure uh, I'm sure they're all welcome, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Like this day is just all about remembering Julia and Lynn, getting on a subboard, and having a, a great day out on the water. And how much have you raised uh, over the years for, for, you know, from this event and uh, how much are you kind of hoping to raise this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in total, we've raised just over $15,000 in the past three years, which is insane. I never thought I would ever say that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, incredible. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So, but the goal for this year is $7,000. We were just short, I think, $200 last year of 7000 for the annual total. So I'd like to hit seven this year. Well, if, if anyone wants to take part in the event or support the event, uh, please go to Facebook and uh, search for just Onboard, I guess. What's the, what's the easiest way for people to find it? Yep. So um, Onboard for the main Facebook page. And if they just want to look up the event page, uh, you can type in Onboard 2017. Perfect. All right. Well, you know, that's uh, it's a great event. I really do encourage people to uh, to take part or uh, or check it out. So um, now I don't want to uh, I don't want to sort of uh, let you off the hook just yet. I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about uh, about stand up paddling. And, and I know that you are someone who is so incredibly passionate about this sport. And I mean, I think your your fundraiser is a perfect example of that. And uh, I know you're into racing and that kind of thing. So I wanted to talk to you, you know, as a as a young woman who is is coming up in the sport. Who do you look up to? You know, are there are there certain pro athletes, pro you know, pro paddleboard athletes, or 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 even local athletes that you sort of identify with and and maybe aspire to be? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I I look up to so many people in the sport. I could probably come up with a list of like 20 people (laughs) because I just think what is so cool is everybody's strength around the sport. Like 
there's so many different types of people and so many different types of athletes that are in this and are so successful at it that it's just amazing. Like there's a variety of people to look up to. Um, I'd have to say locally, Ariel or Amarel, I think I said her last name right, Um, and Tracy Finlay, like they are just the most rocking women on the water. (laughs) Like I remember last year I watched them at the, um, I think it was the Port Dover race, the butterfly course, and seeing them like so close together through the whole race was so awesome to watch and just see them battle it out in the end I can't remember who won but it was just it was so inspiring to watch that like just absolutely amazing um, and I know they had a great battle throughout the whole year I think uh they, they were so close at, at every event um so yeah that's that's fun to watch no matter who you are for sure so mm-hmm. and do they do they inspire you to you know to try to uh get better and get faster and get stronger do you sort of you know hope to get to that level at some point mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure like I look up to them immensely like when I see them out on the water I just I look at them and I say I want to be like Ariel I want to be like Tracy I want to dig my paddle as hard as I can in the water just like they do like they're they're huge inspirations to me it's amazing and I know you were down at the the Carolina Cup uh, earlier this season and there's I mean all, basically all the top paddlers in the world or most of the top paddlers in the world now uh, are going to the Carolina cup. What did that event mean to you? You know, what did you get out of that? Uh, in addition to just, you know, just being able to take part and to, to, you know, enjoy that race. What was it like mm-hmm. for you to actually be there watching that? Oh my goodness. Oh, Carolina cup was incredible. I never thought a year ago when I didn't even start stand up paddle racing that I would even be there. So just standing on that beach, seeing all the boards lined up and all these paddlers just walking around, like just the vibe you get from that alone was absolutely amazing. I, I loved every single part of that experience. Um, it was pretty cool to being surrounded by world-class athletes. And I think that is what is so special about that event and stand-up paddleboarding in general. Like it's not like so many other sports where you feel like you're separated from those world-class athletes. Like, they're literally right there, and they're walking right past you on the beach, and it's insane. Like, I remember I walked past, like, Izzy Gomez, and I I turned to my mom, and I was like, Mom, that's Izzy Gomez. Like, (laughs) But she's, like, right behind me. Like, just, yeah, absolutely amazing. And and they're all willing to chat with you and stuff, too, right? That's the other nice thing is it doesn't really matter who you go up to uh, at an event like the Carolina Cup. Everyone's more than happy to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I actually, uh, I met Zane Schweitzer and last year he shared on board on his Facebook page. So this year when I met him in person, I actually said, thank you uh, for sharing my fundraiser. And he was like, Oh, are you Maddie? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. (laughs) And then we had this whole conversation. Like it was just, it was amazing. And that alone was so special. Like again, this guy top of the world for paddleboarding is having a casual conversation with me like just so cool yeah yeah well and and actually uh zane i i know he he just uh took part in the big um the big fundraising event down in california i think and you know i i believe he 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 skipped the um 
the professional stop in Japan, I think, so that he could, you know, take part in this this fundraiser in California. And it just sort of shows you the type of person that he is and his commitment to uh, helping out with these events. So, um, so that that's mm-hmm. incredible, though, that he that he shared your event. So, yeah. When you look at you know an event like the Carolina Cup or the racing in Canada and things like that, as as a young woman coming up in the sport, how do you sort of feel about the development of the women's side of the sport? You know, if you look at some sports like running are very much, you know, 50-50 or, or I think even more women in it than, than men. Uh, and then the flip side of it is, you know, something like hockey where women are, you know, struggling to have their, their own professional sport and the, the difference is just so astronomical and it's extremely unfortunate that there isn't you know, there, there isn't really a good network of, of, uh, of leagues and places for, for pre- professional women hockey players to go. So when you look at paddling, how do you sort of feel about that mixture between, you know, men who are professionals and women who are professionals? And, and do you think that there's still, you know, room for growth or just how do you feel about that, that mix and the state of, of women's paddling right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing question. Um, yeah. So like, for example, like being at the Carolina cup, um, it was amazing to see all of the men, uh, come in from the beach for the elite race. And I remember seeing like so many men come in and then I think about like 10 minutes later, the women started to come in and just seeing like the women that were out there was so incredible. I was like, wow, like these women are so strong. Like that's insane. Like, why aren't there more women out there? And I don't know, I think a little bit is like probably the courses itself. Like they may be a bit more intimidating. Um, Like I know for Carolina cup, like watching that, I personally was like, I need a couple years before I attempt the graveyard race or something like that. But I don't know how, for example, like a man would look at it. Like they might be like, Oh, I want to take that on right now. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that's like a feminist thing to say, but, um, (laughs) yeah. Um, it's an interesting angle though, you know, looking at it that way. I mean, and I think for, for uh, a newer racer like myself, I haven't been racing that long either. I mean, I'm intimidated by, by the graveyard as well. Um, but I, I do think that, I mean, just sheer numbers for sure. There are more men in the sport than women in the sport. But I feel like mm-hmm. it's growing. You know, it seems like every year the numbers of the number of women who are racing is increasing, and and I know there's there's more push for equal prize uh, purses at these professional events. And I mean, I think that that's just that that shouldn't even be a question in my mind, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, those those equal pay <laughs> should just be should just be something yeah. that happens no matter what. Yeah, like I think what it really boils down to is the growth of the sport in general. Like if you do like look at a lot of sports, like for example, like hockey and soccer and all those other main big sports, like even surfing too. Like if you look at the world surf league, like lots of men and women compete both in those sports. But I think the more popular the sport is possibly the more growth you're going to get from both genders. And I, I just think like stand up paddle boarding hasn't quite gotten there yet. And I don't know, like, I think that's why, you know, it's up to people like us, you know, everyday, ordinary people to (laughs) help get other people into the sport and inspire people and make them feel empowered, you know, and especially for the Carolina Cup, like, 
I'm so lucky to have my parents who empower me every day to like to create a fundraiser or to go for that 10 kilometer race. And who knows, maybe one day when I feel ready, they'll, they'll be there to say, Hey, yeah, you know what? You're ready to do it. So push yourself. And I think we need to do that for other people all the time in the sport, like for, especially say for the sub series, I would say like, let's get more kids out or get more kids out. (laughs) Um, And then we can like push them to, you know, maybe one day feel more comfortable to do bigger races and they'll grow up loving the water too, just as much as we do. Right. And even getting people to who aren't kids out there, like older generations, like my mom just had a, or has a teacher friend who just bought a few paddle boards. And it's amazing to see just how many more people are getting into it. And yeah, introducing the sport to them in general, I think that is what will get more turnout for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, you talk about empowering people and inspiring people. Well, you know, you're doing exactly that with uh, with your onboard fundraiser, and um, you know, I think that uh, I think that you deserve uh, lots of kudos for getting that event off the ground and then growing it, and uh, you know, just doing something to try to get more people into the sport and 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 to raise money and to remember your friends too. So, uh, I mean, well done. You know, good on you for doing that. And uh, um, <laughs> thank and- you. Yeah, and I just want to say, you know, good luck with the uh, with the fundraiser this year, and and I know you're racing, so good luck with your racing and and uh, everything else that you've got on the go. Thank you so much, Dan. It was such a pleasure to to chat with you for a bit. Yeah, well, thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show, and uh, uh, we'll see you out on the water. Awesome. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Talks Up Canada podcast. Theme song is courtesy of Arcanum Music, a website that promotes the work of small music producers. Our announcer is Josie Barkway. If you like the idea of a Canadian-focused paddleboarding podcast, please share this on social media and drop us a rating on iTunes. If you have an idea for a future episode, or if you're interested in sponsoring the show, email me at dan at talksup.ca. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, get out there and live the dash.